All they wanted to do was go to a, a, a party that celebrated a great football team's win in their community. That's all they wanted to do. They, they wanted to load up and get everybody dressed in, in Kansas City Chief Red and, and head on down to an area where they knew that these players who have become part of their life and, and become such, such great personalities and yet great people that they take time to, to visit with their fans and be part of their lives. They just wanted to meet them. They just wanted to be around them. That's what yesterday was. It was a Super Bowl parade for the winning Kansas City Chiefs, and people went to see it. Over a million people wanted to be there. And it's never going to be remembered for the great that it was. It's never going to be. It's going to be remembered for a shooting where 21 people, is it 22? Over 20 people were shot. One was killed. We don't even know how bad the other ones are. I'll tell you what, somebody near and dear to me, somebody in my life, my niece Stephanie Jurgensen was there with her family, uh, and they were in different parts. So can you imagine this as a as a mother who who is a brooding mother and looks after her kids, no matter where they're at, this had to be brutal on her. I want to get her on. Steph, good to have you back on News and Views. Hi, Joel. Walk me through it. What happened yesterday? So we... um. I hate to say always because I sound snotty to you and your team. Oh, thank you. Thanks for that. You're welcome. Um, So this is our third Super Bowl parade. um, Or third parade, fourth. Yeah. So we have our Royals parade and then, you know, our Chiefs parades. And we've been at every one. Um, And have stayed at a hotel and been right, essentially right where the shooting was. Um, We decided we wanted a different experience this year. So we stayed at a different hotel a little further down the route so that we could be where they were walking, getting some handshakes and stuff, which was super cool. We had a great day, um, an amazing day. We went down there the night before, spent the night, got on the street at 5 o'clock in the morning, got our spot, um, got selfies with Travis Kelsey. And, I mean, amazing day, amazing. Um, the roads are super closed down there. And like I said, it's not our first rodeo. We've been doing this. We've done it several times. Um we, um, my husband and I had parked in a different location than our son and my cousin. And so we were able to get our car out and after the parade and my son and my cousin were not, their car was blocked and they wouldn't be able to leave until about five. So they decided they would walk down to the rally, which is where we usually stay and watch the rally. Um, road they had some road closures and stuff so by the time they got down there they actually tried to get across right where the shooting occurred um before it happened and were not able to cross there so they went back around and decided to grab some lunch um inside of the big shopping center that's connected to that area and they were at lunch had just sat down um and we i was riding home with my best friend whose husband um is a police officer and was on security detail at that time. We got a phone call saying there's been a mass shooting. There were seven, I think at that point. Um, and we needed to take shelter. We were obviously on the road, but I knew my son was right down there. So we called them. They had no idea. Um, and they left the restaurant. Um, there was a shooter. We were being informed there were possible shooters in the garage as well, which is, connected the door comes out right where my son was um we had some friends staying in the hotel that was connected 
Um, and we asked our son and my cousin to seek shelter with our friends um, at the hotel, which they did. But there was so much misinformation coming live on the news. They obviously had the TV on in the hotel room. The hotel came over, asked everyone to shelter in place. And then um, we had misinformation coming on there, basically making it seem like it was secure. The hotel came over and told them they were secure. Um, And I'm texting my friend and he's like, no, we have another shooter in the garage. Connect, you know, um, they're not secure. They need to stay where they are. Um, There's been six more shots fired. Um, So I think a lot of the confusion was it sounds like there were multiple shootings going on in different locations, um, which made it really confusing. Even my daughter who lives in New York, she's watching it live on TV and she's like, wait, you're telling me Nate's texting that he's secure, but there are snipers on top of the roof of the hotel he's at. They just climbed on. So clearly they're not secure. So, um, and she was just watching that live on whatever national news was covering it. So she's watching snipers. And I'm calling my son and he's like, oh, yeah, we stepped outside to be nice. I'm like, no, 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 you you need to get inside. Um, and he wasn't grasping it. And then finally he said, wait, am I in a mass shooting? And I was like, yeah, yeah, you are. Like, I, I really need you to get, I used a few more wow. words. But um, my son's also, I think he was on your show before because he, you know, had a shelter in place and had a school shooting. Um, so I think it hit him like, oh. This is happening again, um, but obviously on a much, much larger scale. So um, they sheltered for quite some time. We had friends. um, Our good friend uh, was next to the shooting. They had to run. They said they were in three different directions. Um, Finally got to a loading dock and were bamming on the door with several, many, many more people. Couldn't get through finally hit in a semi-truck in that parking lot. Um, a semi-truck? Yeah, they, the back of the, they were in a loading dock, and the back of the truck was open, so they all jumped in the truck and closed the door to hide. Wow. Um, until they heard it was clear. Um, we are, the, the location where it was is directly next to a children's hospital. I, I'm a nurse, and I had called most of my patients, um, that children's hospital people come from multiple states and stay there. Ronald McDonald's house is right there. And so I had warned my patients on Tuesday, you know, if you guys are coming, you need to be warned about the crowds. A lot of them are from rural Kansas, aren't used to large crowds like this. So that children's hospital is right there. So I think the last we heard, they had um, eight shooting victims. A lot of them were separated. Um, not a lot. I don't know how many. I apologize. Some of them were separated from their families. So Children's Mercy, our children's hospital, was actually posting regularly. Um, if you're missing your child, please contact us because they had kids there um, whose families ha- weren't with them, and they were trying to get to them. All the kids are expected to live. Um but yeah, um, luckily we had the children's hospital so close. So all the, all the juveniles were taken there and then the other ones were taken to the university medical center that was right next to children's mercy that's affiliated. Now I've stayed there. I've stayed right where you were. And, uh, yes. you know, the, the whole thing is, is set up for 
crowds. I mean, it's set up. You can see why they hold the rally there because if you blocked it off, you've got a great area to to bring people in together. But the whole intent was to be together. You you, you mentioned yeah. when the Royals won, you were there. When, when the Chiefs won before, you were there. I mean, this is a big part of the great things that have been happening in Kansas City sports-wise and, quite frankly, community-wise. What are you hearing from other members of the community today. I, I know you shared with me some messages from an individual that that uh, that had to deal with these issues at the synagogue. I mean, what are what are you hearing from people just in their thoughts about what happened today? I think everyone's just so shaken up. Um, you know, I there. Everyone just, I, I'm hearing a lot of people saying they just feel numb, um, that they don't feel safe, you know, in crowds anymore. You know, it's one of those things, you know, we obviously had our small, my small group had some experience with the Jewish Community Center many years ago, but that was a very different thing, just one person. Um, and this, I think. You know, it's one of those things I think what you always hear, you never think it's going to happen to you until it does. And then um, just dealing with, you know, my friends who are dealing with the trauma of seeing it, seeing people being administered CPR, um, my friends who are nurses who are dealing with the lockdowns um, and actually kicking into their trauma training for a mass casualty event. You know, we train as nurses for mass casualties that have these scenarios and they had to do it. So um, just hearing different, I mean, I think everybody's still kind of in shock and just really sad. Um, it sounds like it, you know, what we're initially hearing is that this is a lot of kids. Um, the shooters, you know, we're getting different ages. We don't have any details yet, but we're hearing they were very young. Um, and, you know, reports that they were shooting through their backpacks, you know, um, and it's just terrifying. You're thinking of, every person you ran into and every person with a backpack and realizing, you know, it, it's just pretty surreal. So when you look at this, you know, there's a lot of people that are pointing to the, it hasn't all come out yet and people have talked about it, but gang violence, is there a gang yeah. problem in Kansas city? Um, yeah. I mean, one of the things that they kept saying is this is in Kansas city. This isn't us. This isn't how we want to be remembered. Um, I'd love to say that's true, but it kind of, I guess it is Kansas City now. Um, we do have, we had a shooting, um, some young kids at that shopping center a couple months ago, um, and they had more security in place because of that. I, I don't ever hear about it. I live in the suburbs. Um, I think we feel really safe here, but um, we do have shootings, and we just didn't expect it to offload the way it did, it sounds like, you know, some individuals based on, you know, the other people being interviewed, it sounds like some individuals just got mad and maybe started shooting at people. And then other kids or individuals were like, oh, okay, we're doing this. And that's why we got multiple different um, shootings happening. It sounds like, I mean, there's at least two different locations and potentially three is what we're hearing of shooting events and I don't think that's coming across well um but everyone thinks it was just this one isolated event but it wasn't so we had people you're running to one area for safety and then there's they're shooting there too um so it didn't feel like anywhere was safe 
what what does Nate say? Your son, uh, who was at the event, albeit in a different place, who had to say, hey, you know, you had to tell there's a mass shooting going on. He'd been involved in this type of a thing before. When I say involved, he'd been around. I mean, I've had him on this show talking about this. I mean, what what is he saying today when you talk to him? Um. Well, he's still asleep, actually. I just realized. He Wake him up. Wake up and get to school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, he, I think he was just so, in, he, they didn't understand the gravity of what was happening. And I think that was some of the frustration is how, like, there's no alerts coming to your phone or anything. We get alerts for, um, you know, Amber alerts and all of these things, but there were no alerts letting people know to shelter in place. Um, and just seeing how the communication wasn't good. He was standing outside and thought he was in a place that was safe and realizing he was actually in a really terrible place. Um, he was ignoring me. He's, him and his friends were like, oh, we have places to go. I'm like, you have nowhere to go. Um, so I think it, he's still processing it right now. Um, he's really upset about the kids that were involved. Um, oh. That always hits a little harder. Um, you know, I your nephew, or I'm sorry, your grandson almost, we talked about inviting him out to watch it. And I was going to go get more nephews from Wichita and bring them. And they were texting me last night. Um, and if he's in Wichita saying, you know, one of them was and just really shaken up because he knew he could have been there. So even if you weren't there, I think just knowing you almost went was also scary. If somebody would have told my grandson Reed that he could hang with you guys at that rally, (laughs) He would have walked <laughs> down the interstate to you. He would have. Uh, Steph, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad your family's safe. Uh, wish them all well. And I hope the next time we talk on radio, it's about medical issues, you being an RN rather than crap like this, okay? Me too, Joel. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Thank you, Stephanie Jackson. My niece, ladies and gentlemen. And I do not. Somebody texts in and says, why are we always hearing from Joel's family? Well, because I got a big one and I've got a good one.